also, I've seen a horrible thing in the prophets of Jerusalem. They commit adultery and walk in lies. They also strengthen the hands of evildoers so that no one turns back from his wickedness. All of them are like Sodom to me and are inhabitants like Gomorrah. Oh my goodness. What is this? Who's saying this? What a terrible thing this is. This is Yahweh speaking here through the prophet Jeremiah back in Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 14 and 15, and, and saying bad things, really. Doom upon whom? Upon people who speak as if they are true spokesmen and women of his, but they are living and walking in wickedness whilst they are proclaiming that they are prophets of Yahweh. He says, what a horrible thing is in these prophets of Jerusalem. They commit adultery and walk in lies. And here is a, a here is a terrible thing. It says they also strengthen the hands of evildoers so that no one turns back from his wickedness. That reminds me of what Yeshua said when he was in the flesh on the earth. He said, you Pharisees, you not only prevent people from going into the kingdom of heaven. You, I, I beg your pardon. You not only not go into the kingdom of heaven, but you prevent people from going in. You are whitened sepulchers. You're like, you know, horrible graves full of dead men's bones. Uh, wickedness inside of you while you look holy and pious and religious and churchy and Christian on the outside. But you're, you're not only not doing the right thing and not going into the kingdom of heaven yourself, not accepting the promises of Yahweh, not accepting his power, not accepting the, the, uh, the, the authority that he has made uh, available to you, but you're stopping others going in. And, you know, Yeshua also said another time to those same false preachers in the New Testament, he, he, he said, my goodness me, if someone was to uh, stop one of his little ones from entering into the kingdom and from walking in his principles, it's better for that person, those people, to have a millstone tied around their neck and for them to be dropped into the ocean. Those who think that Yehoshua is gentle Jesus, meek and mild, are talking about the wrong Jesus. This person who is in the Holy Bible, I believe it's in the, the book of John and in another of the, uh, what is called the four gospel writings of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But in John, it said he, he sat down 
he made a whip. That meant he thought about it. It was premeditated. Then he went into the temple. Then he saw the uh, the, the the merchandisers, and uh, he didn't like it. And he and he said, "My father's house." should be a house of prayer for all nations, but you've made it into a, a den of thieves. He, he overturned the table. He used the whip that he had made and he lashed out at them and uh, caused havoc amongst them. He cleansed the temple with a, a, a wrath and a vengeance uh, and, and a violence, I, I dare say, that is, and a passion that many Christians does not think exist in in him. They have a different Jesus, I dare say, or a, a, a distorted representation of the true Yeshua, the Messiah, who said, the reproaches that goes on you, Father Yahweh, are fallen on me, and I'm responding to it. Here he says in Jeremiah, what I read. He also said later on in that chapter, I've heard what the prophets have said who prophesy lies in my name, saying I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long will this be in the hearts of the prophets who prophesy lies? Indeed, they are prophets of the deceit of their own hearts. And listen to this, folks. Indeed, they prophets these prophets prophesy or preach the deceit of their own hearts. Any preacher who does not seek to turn you away from doing the wrong thing so that you do the right thing is only speaking from the deceit of their own hearts. They themselves are deceived and they are trying to get you into that deception to rob you of your rightful inheritance that is in the Messiah. Verse 25, verse 27, who these people who prophesy uh, uh, deceit out of their own hearts, they try to make my people, in verse 27, forget my name by their dreams which everyone tells his neighbor, as their fathers forgot my name for Baal. Look at that. Baal mean lords or lord. Can you imagine that Christian people all over the world are calling Yahweh by the name of Baal or Lord or Master and his people have forgotten the name that he revealed to Moses? Forgotten it. The prophets, the proper preachers, pastors, apostles, elders, uh, who are the modern-day Christian uh, people who say that they are the disciples and 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 uh, and uh, 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 representatives of Jesus of Nazareth, aka Yehoshua the Messiah, they need to tell his people his name and not fall under the judgment of this word that he spoke through Jeremiah 
that says that those people who uh, call themselves prophets, they uh, make, they try to make my people forget my name by their, by their dreams, not his dreams, their dreams, which they tell everyone his neighbor as their fathers forgotten my name for Baal. Then he says in verse 28, the prophet who has a dream, let him tell a dream. But he who has my word, let him speak my word faithfully. Yahweh is looking in the earth today, in the churches today for faithful men and women who will faithfully speak his word just like it is written in the book. Repent and be baptized in the name of Yeshua the Messiah and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and then you will be empowered to walk by the power of that spirit in total righteousness and not in sin. That is the word of Yahweh. These are the days of Elijah declaring the word of Yahweh. My name just so happens to be Elijah and I'm speaking that word to you. Is not my word like a fire, says Yahweh, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? If we turn to Luke in the so-called New Testament uh, writings, we will see there Yeshua reacting, responding to uh, two pieces of current uh, reporting in his day. So if you think that the God of the Old Testament is not the God of the New Testament in Jesus Christ, in Yeshua, in the person of Yeshua the Messiah, think again, because you are wrong. Look at this in Luke chapter 13 and see if this the zeal that's in this man, this incarnate divinity, is not identical to that spirit that hates falsehood and deception in Jeremiah as he spoke through Jeremiah. Here we are. And I'm reading from the, uh, from the Holy Bible. I believe this one is the King James. And it says, There were present at that season some that told him of the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices, or mixed with their sacrifices. And Yeshua answering said unto them, Suppose ye that these Galileans were sinner, sinners above all the Galileans, because they suffered such things? I tell you, no. But except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Or those 18 upon whom the tower in Siloam fell and slew them, do you think that they were sinners above all men that dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you, no. But except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. The frightening thing about this passage of scriptures, uh, my dear friend, is also what Yeshua didn't say and what didn't come from the emotions of his heart. 
when he was told that the Galileans, that that pirate secret police had, had mixed their, their blood with the sacrifices, injured them, killed some of them, maybe, he didn't go, oh my goodness, what a terrible shame. Oh, fancy him uh, killing my people like that. I, I, and righteous indignation rises up in him and he feels sorry for those people. No, he simply said, except you repent, you likewise perish. And then he commented on those 18 upon whom a tower had fallen and killed them. He did not express any, oh my goodness, poor people. No, he hit the nail right on the head and spoke bluntly to those around him and said, except you repent, you will likewise perish. I am telling you, in this day and age of 2020, my brothers and sisters, my friend, that Yahshua has not changed. He does not want a church full of sinners. He does not want a church full of people who are constantly running up to the altar, repenting, 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 day after day, week in after week out, month after month, year in, year out, for the very same things that in 1950 that they were repenting about. He wants a change. Wonderfully enough, he will be the change that he demands and requires from his people. When Yeshua said, be holy for I am holy. And when he says, be perfect, even as your father in heaven is perfect. The mistake that many Christians and well-meaning people, well-meaning, well-meaning, the mistake that they make is then to try to be perfect. They have lost already. It is not to try in the flesh to do what God says, but to appropriate or access his power by his indwelling uh, Ruach HaKodesh, pure spirit, pure energy, that paraclete, the comforter, access that power and that spirit will give the grace and the ability to do the will of him who is now commanding you, commanding us to walk in righteousness and holiness. It's not by might or by power or by prayer or by fasting, I dare say. It's by his power. Remember what Yeshua said to those apostles. You shall receive power, authority, dunamis, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. The Apostle Paul says in Romans chapter uh, 8, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Listen. Listen. Yahweh's spoke through Noah and he warned the people in those ancient times to turn from unrighteousness because their thoughts, their thoughts of their hearts and minds were only evil continually. Evil, evil, evil. 
evil, wrong things. Weird things. It, 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 a thought that occurs to me often nowadays, you know, is that the lunatics has taken over the asylum. I know that's not a politically correct thing to say, but if you have a, a bunch of people who are being cared for and they have uh, mental issues and problems and are uh, in a desperate situation, if one day they are no, they become in charge of the carers and the experts and the medical people and the psychologists and those who are proficient in, in, in being able to effectively help them and the tables are turned, that, that's a bad situation. It would seem now that the unrighteous, wicked people are in charge in the earth today, not only in governments, but in the pulpits. And they are speaking the wrong things They because they're deceived in their own hearts and are turning away people from doing the right thing because they are not doing the right things. And these preachers are quoting uh, even the Bible to justify their uh, inability to walk free of sin. They are saying, even in uh, the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 7, says, the things I want to do, I don't do them. And the things I don't want to do, those I find myself doing, oh, wicked, oh, oh wretched man that I am, who can deliver me from the body of this death? Then they stop right there. Not continuing into the next verse that says, where the Apostle Paul says, Thanks be to God, I have deliverance through Jesus Christ or through Yeshua the Messiah. And Romans 7 goes on to Romans 8. Yes, there is a Romans 8. And in Romans 8, verse 1, it is written, For now, there is therefore now no condemnation to war who those who walk not after the, the flesh, but after the spirit. And verse 2 states very clearly, for the law of the spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death. 